everyone. So, here we are with another episode of the Percy Jackson Podcast. And, right now, Percy is descending into the underworld. So, uh, and we still don't know what they have planned in order to beat Kronos, but it's going to be extremely terrifying because, well, it's Kronos and you have to be at the same level with him in order to beat him. So, let's see what happens. Okay, very well. Okay. We emerged at the base of a cliff on a plain of black volcanic sand. To our right, the river Styx gushed from the rocks and roared off in a cascade of rapids. To our left, far away in the gloom, fires burned in the ramparts of Erebus, the great black walls of Hades' kingdom. I shuddered. I'd been... First, uh, I'd first been here when I was 12. Only Annabeth and Grover's company had given me the courage to keep going. Nico wasn't going to be quite as helpful with the courage thing. He looked pale and worried himself. Only Mrs. O'Leary acted happy. She ran along the beach, picked up a random human leg bone and romped back towards me. She dropped the bone at my feet and waited for me to throw it. Um, maybe later, girl. I stared at the dark waters, trying to get up my nerve. So, Nico, how do we do this? We have to go inside the gates first, he said. But the river is right here. I have to get something. It's the only way. He marched off without waiting. I frowned. Nico hadn't mentioned anything about going inside the gates, but now that we were here, I don't know what else to do. Reluctantly, I followed him down the beach toward the big black gates. Lines of the dead stood uh, outside waiting to get in. It must have been a heavy day for funerals because even the S-death line was backed up. Woof, Mrs. O'Leary said. Before I could stop her, she bounded towards a security check post. Cerebrus, the god dog of Hades, appeared out of the gloom. A three-headed Rottweiler, so big he made Mrs. O'Leary look like a toy poodle. Oh, God. Remember, Annabeth played with Cerebus like she uh, took a red ball, and it was so sad. I mean, that, like, Cerebus didn't have anyone to play with under, in the underworld, and he was so happy. Cerebus was half transparent, so he, so it's really hard to see until he's close enough to kill you, but he acted like he didn't care about us. He was too busy saying hello to Mrs. O'Leary. Mrs. O'Leary, no! I shouted, don't sniff! Oh, man. Nico smiled, then he looked at me, and his expression turned all serious again, like he'd remember something unpleasant. Come on, they won't give us any trouble in the line, you're with me. I didn't like it, but we slipped through the security gulls and into the fields of a swaddle. I had a whistle for Mrs. O'Leary three times. Oh, God, I closed the book. Okay. Uh, just a second, guys. I just closed the book. Yeah, 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 we got it. Okay. <clears throat>
I didn't like it, but we slipped through the security girls and into the fields for swaddle. I had a whistle for Mrs. Leary. We did it three times before she left the rivers alone and ran after us. We hiked over the black fields of grass dotted with black poplar trees. If I really died in a few days, little prophecy said, I might end up here forever, but I try not to think about that. Nico trudged ahead, bringing us closer and closer to the palace of Hades. Hey, you are inside the gates already. Where are we? Mrs. O'Leary growled. A shadow appeared overhead, something dark, cold, and stinking of death. It swooped down and landed in the top of a poplar tree. Unfortunately, I recognized her. She had a shriveled face, a horrible blue knit hat, and a crumpled velvet dress. Leathery bat wings sprang from her back. Her feet had sharp talons, and her brass clawed hands, she held a flaming whip and ghostly handbag. Mrs. Dodds, I said. She bared her fangs. Welcome back, honey. Oh my god, guys, it's Mrs. Dodds. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the first chapter of the first book, it was about Mrs. Dodds. I mean, he went to the museum and he kind of vaporized her with uh, Riptide when he first got Riptide from Chiron. I mean, oh, God. I mean, it was such a long time ago. <laughs> okay, let's... I mean, I guess Percy's also thinking the same thing, so... Her two sisters, the other Fury, swooped down and settled next to her in the branches of the poplar. You know Lecter? Nika asked me. If you mean the hag in the middle, yeah, she was my math teacher. Nika nodded like this didn't surprise him and looked up at the Furies and took a deep breath. I've done what my father asked. Take us to the palace. I tensed. Wait a second, Nika. What do you... I'm afraid this is my new lead, Percy. My father promised me information about my family, but he wants to see you before we try the river. I'm so sorry. You tricked me? I was so mad I couldn't think. I lunged at him, but the furies were fast. Two of them swooped down and plucked me up by the arms. My sword fell out of my hands, and before I knew it, I was dangling 60 feet in the air. Oh, don't struggle, honey. My old math teacher cackled in my ear. I'd hate to drop you. Mrs. O'Leary barked angrily and jumped trying to reach me, but we were too high. Tell Mrs. O'Leary to behave, Nico warned. He was hovering near me in the clutches of the third fury. I don't want her to get hurt, Percy. My father is waiting. He just wants to talk. I wanted to tell Mrs. O'Leary to attack Nico, but it wouldn't have done any good. And Nico was right about one thing. My dog could get hurt if she tried to pick a fight with the furies. I hate when someone betrays you like this. I gritted my teeth. Mrs. O'Leary, down. It's okay, girl. She whimpered and turned in circles, looking up at me. All right, traitor. I growled at Nico. You've got your prize. Take me to the stupid palace. Elector dropped me like a sack of turnips in the middle of a palace garden. It was a beautiful. It was beautiful in a creepy way. Skeleton white trees grew from marble basins. Flower beds overflow with golden plants and gemstones. A pair of thrones, one bone and one silver, sat on a balcony with a view of the fields of his spoil. It would have been a nice place to spend a Saturday morning, except for the sulfurous smell and the cries of tortured souls in the distance. 
skeletal warriors guarded the only exit. They were tattered U.S. Army desert combat fatigues and carried M16s. A third, the third fury deposited Nika next to me. Then all three of them settled on the top of the skeleton throne. I resisted the urge to strangle Nico. They'd only stop me. I'd have to wait for my revenge. I stared at the empty thrones, waiting for something to happen. Then the air shimmered. Three figures appeared, Hades and Persephone on their thrones and an older woman standing between them. They seemed to be in the middle of an argument. Told you he was a bum, the older woman said. Mother, Persephone replied. We have visitors, Hades barked. Please. Hades, one of my least favorite gods, soothed his black robes, which were filled with the terrified faces of the damned. He had pale skin and the intense eyes of a madman. Percy Jackson, he said with satisfaction. At last. Queen Persephone studied me curiously. I'd seen her once before in winter, but now in summer she looked like a totally different goddess. She had lustrous black hair and warm brown eyes. Her dress shimmered with colors, flower patterns, and the fabric changed and bloomed. Roses, tulips, honeysuckle. The woman standing between them was obviously Persephone's mother. She had the same hair and eyes, but looked older and sterner. Her dress was gold in the color of a wheat field. Her hair was woven with dry grasses, so it reminded me of a wicker basket. I figured if somebody lit a match next to her, she'd be in serious trouble. Hmm, the older woman said, Demigods, just what we need. Next to me, Nico knelt. I wished I had my sword so I could cut his stupid head off. Unfortunately, Riptide was still out in the field somewhere. Father, I have done as you asked. Took you long enough? Nico gr Hades grumbled. Your sister would have done a better job. Nico lowered his head. If I hadn't been so mad at the little creep, I might have felt sorry for him. I glared up at the god of the dead. What do you want, Hades? To talk, of course. Didn't Nico tell you? So this whole quest was a lie? Nico brought me down here to get me killed. Oh no. I'm afraid Nico was quite sincere about wanting to help you. The boy is as honest as he is dense. I'm sim I simply co convinced him to take a small detour and bring you here first. Father, you promised that Percy would not be harmed. You said if I brought him, you would tell me about my past, about my mother. Queen Persephone sighed dramatically. Can we please not talk about that woman in my presence? I'm sorry, my dove, Hades said. I had to promise the boy something. The older lady harumphed. I warned you, daughter. This scoundrel Hades is no good. You could have married the god of doctors, the god of lawyers, but no, you had to eat the pomegranate. Mother, and get stuck in the underworld. Mother, please. And here it is August. Do you come home like you're supposed to do? Do you ever think about your poor, lonely mother? Demeter, Hades shouted, that is enough. You are a guest in my house. Oh, a house, is it? You call this dump a house? Make my daughter live in this dark, damp I told you, Hades said, grinding his teeth, there is a war in the world above. You and Persephone are better off here with me. 
Excuse me, I broke in, but if you're gonna kill me, could you just get on with it? All the three gods looked at me. Well, this one has an attitude, Demeter observed. Indeed, I'd love to kill him, Hades agreed. Father, you promised! Husband, we talked about this, Persephone chided. You can't go around incinerating every hero. Besides, he's brave. I like that. Hades rolled his eyes. You like that Orpheus fellow too. Look how well that turned out. Let me kill him just a little bit. Father, you promised. Nicole said, you said the only thing you want to do was talk to him. You said if I brought him, you'd explain. Hades glowered. Soothing the folds of his robes. And so I shall. Your mother. What can I tell you? She was a wonderful woman. She glanced uncomfortably at Persephone. Forgive me, my dear. I mean, for a mortal, of course. Her name was Maria D'Angelo. She was from Venice, but her father was a diplomat in Washington, D.C. That's where I met her. When you and your sister were young, it was a bad time to be children of Hades. The World War II was brewing. A few of my other children were leading the losing side. I thought it best to put you two out of harm's way. That's why you hit us in the lowest casino? Hades shrugged. You didn't age. You didn't realize time was passing. I waited for the right time to bring you out. But what happened to our mother? Why don't I remember her? Not important, Hades snapped. What? Of course it's important. And you had other children. Why were we the only ones who were sent away? And who was the lawyer who got us out? Hades grit his teeth. You would do well to listen more and talk less, boy. As for the lawyer, Hades snapped his fingers. On top of his throne, the fury Electra began to change until she looked like a middle-aged man in a pinstrip suit with a brief face. She, or he, looked strange crouching at Hades' shoulder. You, Nicole said. The fury cackled. I do lawyers and teachers very well. Nicole was trembling. But why did you free us from the casino? You know why. This idiot son of Poseidon cannot be allowed to become the child of the prophecy. I plucked a ruby of the nearest plant and threw it at Hades. It sank harmlessly into his room. You should be helping Olympus, all the other gods are fighting Typhon, and you're just sitting here. Waiting things out. Hades finished. Yes, that's correct. When's the last time Olympus ever helped me, Half-Blood? When's the last time a child of mine was ever welcomed as a hero? Why should I rush out and help them? I'll stay here with my forces intact. And when Kronos comes after you? Let him try. He'll be weakened. And my son here, Nico. Well, he's not much now, I'll grant you that, but it would have been much better if Bianca had lived, but I but gave him four more years of training. We can hold out that long, surely. Nico will turn sixteen, as the prophecy says, and he will make the decision that will save the world and I will be the king of gods. You're crazy. I said, Kronos will crush you right after he finishes pulverizing Olympus. Hades spread his hands. Well, you get a chance to find out how, but because you'll be waiting out this war in my dungeons. No, father, this wasn't our agreement, and you haven't told me everything. 
I've told you what you need to know. As for our agreement, I spoke with Jackson. I did not harm him. Harm him. You got your information. If you had wanted a better deal, you should have made me swear on the sticks. Now, go to your room. He waved his hand and Nico vanished. That boy needs to eat more. Demeter grumbled. He's just skinny. He needs more cereal. Persephone rolled her eyes. Mother, get up for the cereal. My lord Hades, are you sure we can't let this little hero go? He's awfully brave. No, my dear, I've, sp I've spared his life and that's enough. I was sure she was going to stand up for me. The beautiful, brave Persephone was going to get me out of this. She shrugged indefinitely. Fine. What's for breakfast? I'm starving. Cereal, Demeter said. Mother! The two women disappeared in a swirl of flowers and wheat. Don't feel too bad, Percy Jackson. My goals keep me well informed of Kronos's plans. I can assure you that you had no chance to stop him in time. By tonight, I will be too late. It will be too late for your precious Mount Olympus. The trap will be sprung. What trap? If you know it, do something. At least tell the other gods. Hedy smiled. You are spirited. I'll give you credit for that. Have fun in my dungeon. We'll check you again in uh, 50, 60 years. Oh my god. That was, <sighs> that was amazing. Yeah. And that's the end of the chapter. Uh, I don't know. I mean... I don't think Percy is going to spend, I mean, 50, 60 years in the dungeon, if you know what I mean, because, well, the entire book is left, so. <laughs> but, oh, I, I mean, the underworld, the, uh, the entire series, my favorite part when is when people go to the underworld. I mean, oh, God, it's so cool. I mean, uh, I want to visit Hades' kingdom at least once. I mean, at least once. But what, what am I talking about? I mean, everyone will get to visit Hades' kingdom once. But uh, I just want to view it like the way Percy does, like with kingdoms and Erebus and fields of his water. Uh, gonna be so good. Anyway, we'll see what happens next in the next episode i really hope percy doesn't spend 50 to 60 years in a dungeon in the underworld i mean it's it spells bad from the very first syllable so hey let's wait for the next episode only on the percy jackson podcast